Well, yeah, I'm a little bit distressed this afternoon. I've heard that Dan Dockich is no longer going to be on 107.5 The Fan here in Indianapolis. And so his 14-year era of bringing wit and wisdom and generosity and culpability and consequences to those who don't operate either well or in, in the fans' best interest, they're over. And, and that is really, really sad to me. I hired Dan Dockich into that position uh, 14 years ago in 2008, and it was easiest hire ever. Dan called me, and I had told him forever, and I'll tell you in a second, but Dan calls and says, hey, you remember the conversation we had about me working in radio? And I said, yeah. He said, I need a job. You got one? I said, I do. We're going to blow out Colin Cowherd. We're not going to carry his show anymore on uh, from ESPN Radio. And I got a three-hour hole, and you'd be perfect. So I went into Tom Severino, his office. He was the market manager at that time. And I said, Tom, I got the guy. It's Dan Dockich. And Dan had been an intern for Tom back at Wire Radio back in the 80s. Tom loved Dan. He said, do it. Go. He's, first, he said, do you have the money, like all good general managers do. And I said, I think so. I think we can get it done. So I called Dan back and said, hey, brother, you're in if we can get together on the cash. And we did immediately. I had a specific amount of money. And so Dan started. And, and the day was, I believe, October 7th, uh, 2008. And Dan was terrific right out of the gate for, for a number of reasons. Number one, Dan is always going to tell the truth, his truth, and he's going to do it in a really, really interesting way, and that his truth is always going to be interesting. Number two, he's got a great sense of humor. Number three, he tells a wonderful story. Number four, all he has done his entire life is think about sports. He's been there. He's done that. He understands what it is. He understands how it works. And so he's been able to explain it to people in Indianapolis for a long, long time and that Dan isn't going to be able to do that anymore, and the listeners in Indianapolis are no longer going to be able to listen to him explain the truth as he sees it. Give It may not be your truth, but it is his truth, and he's going to be able to tell you what it is and explain it, and you're going to have a visceral reaction to it. You're either going to love it or you're not going to love it, and that's okay. We can all get along disagreeing with each other. It's okay. Some people can't handle it. That's okay, too. What we don't need is more yammering without any kind of life experience that drives wisdom. We don't need more vanilla takes because no one wants to get in trouble with it because uh, they're saying mean things about people. Dan told you how he thought it was, and I'll give you a great example of that. And I've told this story before, but I love it. We are at the 2003 National League Championship Series Game 7 between the Cubs and the Marlins. It's, it's me, it's Dan, and a friend of ours, Polly Balst. Polly got the tickets, we showed up, we go to the Billy Goat before the game, and uh, of course... And then we go across to Wrigley Field, and it's in the first inning, and Pudge Rodriguez is at the plate. And Juan Pierre had, uh, I don't know what Juan Pierre had done, he, he, whatever he did, he's on base. And Dan says, uh, boys, he turns to his right, because I was sitting there, and then Paulie was on the other side, he said, boys, I don't know the arts, and I don't know music.
but I know sports. And I'm telling you, Kerry Wood should hit Pudge Rodriguez right in the ass. Throw a fastball as hard as he can, hit him in the ass. And I say, it's the first inning, and you want to put another runner on with Miguel Cabrera on deck. And Dan says, Miguel Cabrera is the key. He's 19 years old. It's a game seven. He's never been in something like this. Punch Rodriguez is hotter than hell. He's going to get on base anyway. You may as well make it work for you. So hit him in the ass and give Cabrera something to think about before he comes to the plate. Well, what happens? Pudge Rodriguez, I think, a base hit to center. And then Miguel Cabrera comes up. Three-run jack. And the Cubs are down 3-0. So as Miguel Cabrera is circling the bases, Dan looks over and says, Boys, I don't know the arts, and I don't know music. I know sports. And he does. Now what he said, you won't find a lot of baseball guys who would agree with Dan's take on plunking Pudge Rodriguez in the ass with a fastball, putting a guy on, you're going to find a lot of people who say that that's not a good idea. But I'm telling you, if you spend a lot of time with Dan, he's going to say things like that. And then all of a sudden, what he has foreseen as a negative is going to come to pass. And he's going to look at you and say, hey, you know what? I don't know the arts and I don't know music, but I know sports. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we were better for it as fans here. As Dan, look, I didn't always agree with Dan. I don't agree with Dan about Ryan Grigson. I don't think Ryan Grigson was a great general manager. But when you look at Ryan Grigson's record and you start to look at some of the things that transpired under Ryan Grigson, you say, geez, never had an under 500 season ever. His first year wasn't under 500 when he had nothing. You're, you inherited... You took a job with a 2-14 and 14 franchise, number one overall pick, and you got a franchise quarterback with that number one overall pick, and that's a big deal, right? But you had to hire a coach, you had to hire an OC, had to hire a DC, had to put together a team that was going to be competitive, and they went 11-5 and five and went to the playoffs. 1-11 after losing 14. The next year, 11-5, and five, won a playoff game. The following year, 11-5, won two playoff games. Then went 8-8, eight 8-8, and eight, eight and, eight, and Grigson's goners, right? His, I, I don't, I, I, I thought he was too, uh, his, his insecurities were evidence of an arrogance that I really didn't jibe with. And, and uh, Dan has gotten to know him a little bit, Ryan Grigson, and not real well but a little bit, and uh, feels like Ryan Grigson was a guy whose record is not as bad as people are claiming, and so he shouldn't be excoriated like Colts fans do. And so he backed his guy. That's what Dan does, and that's what Dan has always done. For 30 years that I've known him, in fact, longer than 30 years, Dan has always backed his guy. Dan is as loyal as the day is long. 
He is wise. He is smart. He is experienced. He has gone through things that most of us will never go through. He, he's, he's made decisions that have put his life on a specific track, and he made one of those decisions based upon being a principled human being. That's Dan. And that's a guy we no longer have access to three hours a day. We do have access to him for two hours a day on Outkick the Coverage. And that's great. From 9 to 11 every day, there Dan will be. And he's going to be calling people out for being idiots and, and doing all of those things that you either loved him for or you did not like him for when he was on 107.5 The Fan. And that he's not going to be on the radio in Indianapolis is a poverty for those in Indianapolis. Radio should be filled with Dan Dockages. Filled with them. Everybody should be speaking their truth, challenging us as listeners, always holding people accountable, not just making noises, not just floating inane observations out between sponsor mentions, but challenging us, making us think, making us think something other than what these other guys are making you think or women are making you think. Being good stewards of the truth. That's what Dan Dockich was. Every single day from noon to three. And I think it was 10 to one at one, regardless. And a wonderful guy to work with. I loved working with Dan. And, and that he's not going to be on the radio again is an absolute... Uh, it turns us into... It turns radio into something that's more vanilla than it was. And it's a shame that we're not going to have him in Indianapolis, like I said, to, to challenge us and make us look at the radio like, what? What did he just say? Which is a beautiful thing. And it's exactly what you want as a radio manager. You want a guy who's going to be able to do that. And regardless of the reasons for this, this change in our listening habits, it makes radio less special in Indiana and, and makes our experience as fans less interesting. So I'm sad today. I want to talk about Indiana basketball, though. Xavier Johnson has got to grow the hell up. Xavier Johnson has got to stop yammering at opponents. He's got to stop taking everything personally. He has to understand immediately that the reward for playing a good 40 minutes is not the capitulation of your opponent, but victory. Win the game. Do what is necessary to win the game. Every possession is not a test or a testimony of your manhood. So just stop it. Play the game. Get the childish crap out of your head and compete on behalf of your university, on behalf of your coaches, on behalf of your teammates, and on behalf of your fellow students and the people who have followed Indiana University for a long damn time. Do that and we got no problem with you. He, Xavier Johnson 
consistently paints himself in a corner in which he is uncomfortable. He does it to himself. He doesn't recognize that he does it to himself, but he does it to himself. And when opponents goad him, poke him, try to get a rise out of him, try to get him to play outside his role for Indiana, Indiana becomes less competitive. You saw it last night, and God bless Mike Woodson for going back with him. You know, Mike Woodson so easily could have said, ah, to hell with him. You know what? I got to let this kid just sit because he's driving me crazy. But Woodson put him back in the game. Why? He's got faith in him. And, and that is a wonderful gift for a guy like Xavier Johnson. That is a gift for him to try to extract some maturity from him and, and leave him as he leaves Indiana at the end of the season with an understanding that as an adult, you can't run around like he does. You, you can't yell and, and pose, get your chest out in front of everybody and compete successfully at life. Because in life, people are a lot more clever than they are on the basketball court. And they're going to dismiss you, not figuratively, literally, because nobody wants to deal with that crap in the workplace. So Xavier Johnson gets a chance to figure stuff out through basketball and through the education provided by Mike Woodson, which is absolutely wonderful. But in the meantime, if he can do it, if he can flip the switch, become an adult, and understand the difference between brazen and brave, Indiana's got a chance to be a special team. And if he can't, you got to move on, right? Somehow, some way, you can't penalize the guys who are acting correctly and competing at a high level in the right way by including to subject, by, by subjecting them to Xavier Johnson as a teammate who's incapable of doing it. So we'll see what happens. We got Saturday night in Vegas against Arizona. I can't wait to watch that game. And then Kansas at the Fog the week after. This is a great time to be an Indiana basketball fan. They absolutely rode herd over the Cornhuskers yesterday. And I hope they can split these next two games, beat the two they got coming up, Elon and Kennesaw State, and then get after it in the Big Ten because they got a chance to win that conference. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. No more sadness. No more media explanations. Sports. Nothing but sports. I can't wait. And tomorrow, we're going to give away the Dante.